Planet for Curious People, the show for thoughts about things you wish you'd hurt. And now your hosts, John and John. Mm. Happy, happy Friday, John. Happy Friday, John. Here we go. You can't see, but my arms are in the air. Jack, <laughs> I'm excited. John, John, do you know why I'm so excited? Why are you so excited? Well, it happens to be my favorite holiday coming up. Mm, President's Day? No, Valentine's? Oh, John, silly. <laughs> Sergeant Spearing. Oh, no way. <laughs> well, I yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, it's like a little bit of a moral conflict because, of course, it's a relatively conserved species. But my work in terms of being a conservatist, not conservationist. Yeah, so that's the apple. (laughs) No, I'm not conservative. (laughs) But yes, being a conservationist, I feel okay with with participating in said activity. But generally, yeah. I've been doing it since I was a little kid. My mom actually was super mad at my dad when like, I think it was like eight months more old. My dad took me out certain screen for the first time. Like she was off doing something and she found out that I spent like all day in a like poorly heated ice shanty out in the middle of the lake. Like it was not super thrilled about it, but I've been doing it every year since. That's wild. So. I'm just, so you cut meets you're cutting a hole nice and it's not like a roundy little hole. You've got like a big hole and watch it and then we've got, mm -hmm, you got the general idea down, John. What we do is we go out, we have a a cutting in party, which unfortunately I'm going to be a little bit late for, for today, but that's okay. Only because, you know, life happens. But what we do is we take this literally like this four foot long chainsaw and go out on the ice. We got to make sure we got a safe amount or not because we're driving our vehicles out there too. Yep. But what you end up doing is you cut this four foot by like three foot, huge chunk of like hole in the ice. And then everybody gets around and you grab like this big stick and you submerge, we call it the cake underneath the other ice. So then you just got this big hole. And then our ice shanties are designed specifically specifically for this, um, event. Yeah. Where. We go, so then you drop the shanty on top of this big hole that you just cut. And inside the shanty, the floor opens up. And in the middle of the shack, there's a hole that corresponds to roughly the same size as the hole that we just cut the ice. And then one person sits on the opposite side of the hole. And the other person sits on, obviously, the other side. So you can see kind of like across and under from one perspective and across and under from the other perspective. And you grab your like big, like five foot long, six tong spear and it's very rare that a surgeon does come through so when it does happen it's like yeah yeah and it's really exciting and it's really just me like chilling with my dad for eight hours hanging out chit-chatting staring at water nothing (laughs) actually happening so i mean yeah like okay so you've been doing it forever how many fish have you actually got in your life wow but that's my, my own, okay. but I've been, I've been in some, I've been in a many a shanty where, uh, some sturgeon have been speared. So I've probably seen like four or five speared over my lifetime. God, only you've one. been in the shack and someone pulls up this enormous ancient fish. Yep. Literally like upwards of like six feet long. I think like the world's or like the largest like lake sturgeon. So that's the species that's in the 
um, Great Lakes system as well as uh, Lake Winnebago where I fish. Uh, world record was like 220 pounds. Wow. Just the massive, massive, beautiful fish that I have so much love and appreciation for. Um, and I'm very respectful just in case we have some listeners that are worried about my ethics. I promise I give back. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just really, I don't know. It's really culturally like interesting to like fall like Wisconsin, uh, cultural wise, not a ton going on there. Sure. <laughs> it, is, it is not the petri dish of the United States. There's not all sorts of stuff popping up, I think, but like relative to like unique to us, that's one of the few things, um, You'll have to cue in this really terrible song, John. Sorry to make you edit. Number, no, I'm ready. But it's called uh, Spear Me a Sturgeon. That was dropped back in like 1996 by the Shad Raps. Um, that literally I will probably have to hear like 30 times over the next three days. I, it haunts my dreams. It like makes me so angry when I hear it. But at the same time, like it just hits this really weird, uncomfortable string in my heart. And I was like, that's where I'm from. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like that weird, like polka country. Like, I don't sure. Know. Like, have you ever heard the, the 30 point buck song? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very reminiscent of that. <laughs> I know so, there's yeah. like a, there's like a Norwegian Christmas song about mice that my family played all the time. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, this wouldn't be like my typical study music. Right. Um, but when you hear it, it's that nostalgia factor. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. So, well, that's cool. That's really fun. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. It's yeah. And it just, if anything, it's, like I get to see the people from like high school in my hometown that I like that are, I don't know. Yeah. That I don't mind running into, you know, the Sturgeon Stampede, which is a big like event out on the ice. So that's always really fun. You just have concerts. And is that like a 5k just... with spikes on your feet or something? <laughs> no, like it's more just like beer drinking and oh, like, okay. <laughs> like snowmobile racing and like, yeah, just good old Wisconsin stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it happens to usually fall right around Valentine's Day. <laughs> Perfect. Well, well, that's fun. Thank you for sharing that with me. So that like, you know, the right, the local flavor things, right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That is, it is teeming with local, like, natural light flavor. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's Valentine's Day, John. And uh, have you heard about how inflation is racking or running wild on uh, the cost of Valentine's this year? Um, well, okay. So I know from, you know, so I work, do some work at this, at the Oak Grove Cemetery, right? And they, you know, like the nurseries are saying, look, our stuff is worth 30%, 50% more expensive. We can't get peat moss like at all. And yeah. Roses this year are like up 50% cost, which wow. is just, and they're already really expensive. Like, I, right. I'll grow a rose bush, don't get me wrong, and you know, appreciate some fresh cuts, but I've never and I, I like appreciate cut flowers, beautiful act, but if anybody bought me roses, I'd be like, what a waste. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah, a dozen. Like you dropped 80, 90 bucks on this. Something that does smell delightful, but it's gonna last <laughs> three days. Well, I actually don't even know how long cut flowers last. This I, it depends on the flowers, long. right? Depends True. on the flowers. But mm. Not long enough. Not long enough. No. 
Yeah. So the, well, that, yeah, weird. I mean, I'd like this, right. This supply chain thing keeps creeping up. Well, I suppose, right. We don't really do politics, but at mm-hmm. the, at the moment it's definitely true that, that there's a bit, there's a strip of highway between Detroit and Windsor, Canada that is, I mean, it's like 25%, I think of the trade between our two nations flows through that corridor. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that, you know, I mean, it's just another, you know, another just stick on the pile of things. British getting shipped, yeah, getting shipped correctly. Oh man, I'm tired of this ship. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, the so. dad, the dad joke that I we were, um, and it's played. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So we got Valentine's Day. I also didn't realize that Valentine's for some reason like just assume that Hallmark was responsible for like the like Valentine's Day. I never really read into it. I knew, of course, there was like the patron saints associated safe Valentine's. I think there's actually like three from like a Catholic perspective folks that they like consider like that had names relative to Valentine or like Valentinus or whatever. Sure. But I didn't know any of the history and I did look into it a little bit today, but we don't really have to go into it, but what did you know about Valentine's <laughs> Nothing. Day? I mean, I, th- I mean, right now it's literally, I'm pretty sure there's a St. Valentine, but I actually don't know. Like I do know, right. N- not having grown up Catholic, I'm mm-hmm. not like super dialed in to the saints and the various things, you know, like I think I know what St. Anthony does, but. Yep. How's your find lost stuff? Yeah. So like. My grandma. Yeah. Right? Always so just trying to say Anthony. these things that I know, but yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know the Saint Valentine story. I don't even know, but he's the Saint. Yeah, right? no. I don't Probably know what he's the Saint. related, but I don't know. Right? I know that so, he got that he was a martyr and he got his head chopped off. Ooh. Yeah, but that's about all I got into. I got served too many ads on the website that I was reading and then got angry and shut it down. So <laughs> yeah, that was your segment on Valentine's. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, right, Ter- right. De- death dying well dying for you for your faith that's yes yeah martyrdom mm. and know, I think we all we know none of our lives are our own right we're we're all you know hopefully thinking outside ourselves and valentine's is about that so oh so that's it that was a nice way to shift from death into into, <laughs> into a nice part of thing. so yes. hey uh shifting back <laughs> <laughs> Did you, uh, there's a, there's the new COVID study out that, uh, that has some data for us. Dang it. <laughs> it's, um, What's it say? yeah, no. So this is the, this isn't about, uh, this is about if you got it, what happens, right? Cause you, you know, and me both, we're both in the COVID club, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. And, and obviously, and I, I mean, I think this is sort of generally, thought right the i mean you know if you're hospitalized I mean, the worst the worst symptoms you had the worst your experience the yeah. more you know more we should reasonably be worried about um uh like long-term effects and and yep. uh yeah and you know i guess if, I, this this isn't really our our uh sort of our, our vibe but dale kragishmid on campus and in, in the business school does a ton of you know he's got it is really a current event about his, you know doing long covid and that kind of thing and Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so the, so the new, so the new one, it's, uh, let's see. So there's, it's a, it's a big study and it's kind of interesting what they did. So they used, um, like, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's tracking a Medicare advantage data. So they, right. So you're following people that they know received services for 
COVID infection, like we're, you know, had a COVID infection. So then, and then they tracked afterwards and there are, um, pretty serious, uh, significant increases in risk for, for a bunch of diseases post, um, you know, so you made it through COVID you're, you're, you know, you're, you're back fine. Um, but mm-hmm. this is really focused on folks like 65 plus, um, who we know, right. Are obviously much more vulnerable to respiratory diseases, but, um, right. You yeah. were, you know, the real risk of respiratory failure is increased by a factor of like eight. Yeah. As and a like five plus person. And there's, so, yeah. Our lungs are so important. Is that another like indicator of like overall, like not just cellular health, but health in general is like the vitality of your lungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously I, of oxygen is vital to functioning of like just about everything. So I don't, I don't know why, but I have lots of like lung facts that just stick in my brain. <laughs> you know lung, that lung fact. Okay, go give me yeah, a lung fact. Right. Uh, did you know that like when you're talking about the, if you're to look at total surface area of our lungs in terms of like oxygen absorption, it's a, I don't think I, it's at least 65 to it's like 70 square miles of surface area that adult oh, care ones wow. have. Yeah. I believe like, it, it right? is expensive, right? You get down to those little capillaries and then, you know, and then you can imagine yeah. people putting like vitamin E juice in a vape ah. and like, <laughs> yeah, gumming and like, that stuff up. Oh no. And you're talking idea. about those airways and gumming up those airways. It's like, if we were to take a look at, I forget all the biological terms, all of our little 10, um, Interworking. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, uh, I know it starts with an A. Avioli? Yeah. Maybe. Avioli, ravioli, and But we have like 1,500 uh, miles of airways within our lungs. Like each person, 1,500 miles. Wow. That's a little pattern. And again, yeah, getting all gooped up with junk. Yeah. So we're going to take care of our lungs, which I don't think I know anybody else. Other than our lungs are the same on right or left, they're asymmetrical. I was a volunteer for the American Lung Association in high school. That sounds better than it is. What it meant was I got out of class to like sit next to like a really gross lung and it conflated for people. Like it was like they had the smoker lung and the regular. And then it was the great American smokeouts. Then you could sign a pledge, you know. And so, and and I would say 70% of my conversations were like, so if I sign this, I'm committing not to smoke tobacco, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just to back. So, yeah. but anyway, so more, so Sorry, derailed. Uh, yep. Yeah. So uh, respiratory failure is the biggest effect by far, but, um, there was, uh, you know, so, um, there was some really random stuff around hypertension, but th- probably the, um, the big, the one that really stuck up that you, that you wouldn't really think about is um there's a pretty large increase in encephalopathy w- w- um but dementia right dementia is really common diagnosis and the risk goes up a lot so, oh well you know you know think about you know covid leading to dementia but it does it's like a pretty massive yeah increase. but i also there's also really i don't i'm not a scientist but i've just read so many studies about like the effects of covid culturally on like dementia units and progression of dementia 
and like that isolation and lack of oh, stimuli yeah. and like how that contributes to the sped up deterioration of like that process too which again i'm not making any sort of correlations but that's where my mind begins to go like thinking about okay beyond just like how could this potentially tie in it's like yeah right you know i don't know right i mean i didn't I, I, looking at the methodology of the study, I don't think they could separate between yeah. stuff COVID caused and stuff COVID treatment caused, right? If you were all, yeah. you know, yeah, if it isolated. I mean, they had a matched pair sample with people who didn't get it, but yeah, interesting. interesting. I mean, there's not a ton there, but just, you know, realizing that this, you know, getting. And what are we going to take away this from this, John? That we're going to take care of our lungs, right? We're going to take care of our lungs and we're going to, you know, try to stay healthy and. And no vitamin E vape juice. And no vape juice. That's right. Ugh, gross. I that is like one thing I harp so hard in my classes. It's like I, I make fun of vaping quite often because I'm like, it's dumb. Stop it. <laughs> uh, and just you know, big tobacco. Who wants to support them? Come on. Right. Okay. Now, now we gotta we gotta switch gears and we got something fun. I, I have an activity. Oh, brother. But I have to go into my photos to do that. So um Me? because you know, oh yeah, this is um I took, I used my phone to take a picture of the, oh, and you know what? I was using my internet on my phone and then I screenshotted it. So, okay. Okay. So this is fun. You were like total dad mode of like taking the phone to take a picture of your laptop. To... <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost not, not quite. So this is fun. So this is a study that was done and, um, they looked, so they were, um, they just asked people if they knew what certain words meant. Right. Okay. But then they broke it down by gender. Uh, and then right, so trigger warning i know i know but so this is good this is where you know whatever but this is the words that either you know that this is the words with the biggest gender difference in you know people knowing it so and okay. some stuff that women know way more frequently than men do and then some right. things that men know way more frequently than women do right so these folks identifying as either like more female facing versus more masculine facing have a different perception about, or even just general knowledge of some particular terms you're saying. Yeah. And when you're right, you think, I think, you know, it is interesting. Um, you know, I'm, I don't know that they really like d dove deep on, um, thinking about trans issues, but, um, you'll see as we get into what their words are, uh, yeah. I think, you know, like trans people's experience with these words might um, be really kind of unique. So I, I guess I want to get yeah. into the words and then we can think about what it means. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like for example, if you grew up with, you know, presenting and being your biological gender and then as an adult transitioned and now, right. And so what does that mean now for your vocabulary? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so it'll be interesting. And then we get into it. So I want to do just for fun. And then we're going to throw out some words. And, uh, and you can tell me if you uh, know what this is, right? Is that all okay. right? Okay. You know okay. Okay. So, and these are, are these, I think these might be sorted by difference. Uh, pretty sure. Okay. So the first is peplum. Do you know what peplum is? Are these brands or are they? No, 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 no. This is, oh. you know, an everyday thing. Peplum? P-E-P-L-U-M. Mm -hmm. -E uh, is it a spice? Um, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Yeah. Uh, this is a short flared, gathered or pleated strip of fabric attached at the waist of a woman's jacket, dress or blouse to create a hanging frill or flounce. So I think Tony had a peplum today. 
totally right yep it's a thing ah, yep but we, cool. okay so yes that was we did we both neither of us knew the number one yeah. female word all right so let's on the other side do you know what a howitzer is no the first thing that came to mind was Pulitzer. Mm. <laughs> I knew this one. It's like uh it's a like a art, it's an artillery thing. They used them in World War II a lot. So I think it's I think it's one that I mean and Je I, Jeff knew it really well. It's like it's like any artillery thing with a capacity caliber above some level. Yeah, yep, yep. Now that you mentioned it, Lobs yeah, some shows. like history channel is coming back to me. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. The next oh, and I uh, sorry, I should point out that sixty-four percent of women know what a peplum is. Ooh. And eighty-four percent of men know what a howitzer is. Must not be masculine enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's different, right? It's like you know, cause you'll see there's different flavors to these. This okay, I think howitzer okay. might be just about the only weapon. I think the other. Oh no, yeah. there's there's a couple other weapons. <laughs> of course, because men love weapons. I guess, but <laughs> we did talk about spears already today. So it's true. All right, ready? Here you go. Yep. Tool. T u l l e. Do you know what tool is? 77% of women know what this is in the study. No, say Uh, I do know this. So because I, I had a bunch of tool at my wedding. It's how we hid the basketball hoops in the gymnasium that we had our reception. It's like, uh, it's, um, it's almost like, it's like a, like a, if you hold it, it looks like mesh. It's like a mesh, but it's a tiny tight mesh. So it, it's sort of like, it's a fabric that's sort of transparent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a little stretch though. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like it would stretch. I don't know that it actually does very much, uh, but it tends to be white, but I think you can get tool lots of colors, but you can imagine if I'm at a wedding and I'm going to drape a bunch of like see-through fabric all over that's tool. Oh, kind of like, I just Googled it. Um, I don't know. Like it looks kind of like scarfy. <laughs> yeah. It looks kind of scarfy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right. Here we go. I did. Okay. Here's one I didn't know. Thermistor. I'd heard of it, but I didn't know what it was. Do you know what a thermistor is? Thermistor? How do you spell like a thermos? T H E R M I S T O R. Is this a gun? <laughs> nope. This okay, is, is this is forty eight percent of men. Um it Darn is it. so do you know yeah, so a resistor? Do you know what a resistor is in like a circuit design, electronic circuit? Oh yes, yeah. Uh -huh. So a thermistor is a resistor that changes its resistance based on temperature. Oh, like a thermostat. Like a thermos, yeah. So a oh, thermostat very probably has a. Oh, they contain yeah contains a thermistor. Okay, yep. yep. All right, all right. So yeah, so you can get the other yeah, temperature, but anyway, yeah, you know, I didn't, I, I'd, I'd heard of them, but I didn't know what they were. So also, I'd feel like I feel like there is probably some very much generational differences here too. Like I get mm -hmm. uh, like a big social media thing too is like, uh, like baby boomers, those Gen X dads who haven't like taught all their millennial and Gen Z all this like widely retain knowledge about like home improvement and just general stuff that just isn't being disseminated. And I feel like this would be a key thing that like my dad would be like, of course I know what a thermistor is. <laughs> Wait, well, why did you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. What's the other one? Here we, go, fail yeah, yeah, here we go. Next one. I had no clue on this. I don't know how to say it. Chignon. I, that can't be it. It's probably French. C-H-I-G-N-O-N. I have no idea. That'd be the, like, there's probably a bunch of people laughing at both of us. <laughs> Big man? Yes. I know, like, Chabon. 
that might be it. What what is that? I don't know what that is. Um, no, that's like a fabric I think. Uh nope, I don't know if I know uh You know, I mean I guess either you know it or you don't, right? So we're gonna say no. I don't know it. I don't know it, it either. Uh we're and we can Google it. It is a knot or coil of hair arranged in the back of your head. But with so like, women's hairstyle. So it, it's sort of Oh, not it's like, like an ingrown hair. Bun. <laughs> I mean it sort of looks like a bun, but it's kind of like twisty around. Hmm. Sort of like a twisty bun. Twisty bun. Not a bump it. Do you not know what those are? I missed opportunity. <laughs> Everybody knows what bumpets are, so it didn't make the list. And okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a hairstyle. All right. Um, azimuth. I didn't quite know this one. I kind of did. Dang it, I'm trying to be dumb now. Or uneducated would be a better word. And what would say it spelled for me? A Z I M U T H. Some sort of chemical or uh, an a mineral, perhaps. So my, I thought it was like the top of something, like a kind, like like behemoth. Okay, so zenith is the top. Okay, so that is yeah. wrong. That's wrong. Azimuth yeah. is like so like. If you're doing with a compass, right, like rotating this way is like the compass direction and the azimuth is the up and down. So if you want, right, if you want to shoot your howitzer, you need to know what what angle and then what azimuth. Okay, Gosh, I'm going to skip to the easy ones. They'll still be hard, though. <laughs> I feel like I just need, I feel like I just wasn't in basic training. And then that's why I would come into terms of these things. <laughs> I, know, I know, that's good, right? I mean, this, this is important, right? That, that yeah. says something about us as people, right? Oh, There's some man. sociology in there. Mm -hmm. um, let's see here. So here's one, 80% of women, Damask, D-A-M-A-S-K. Do you know what that is? No. It's like, I, so I kind of knew that it's a, it's a fabric with like some, um, with like some, it's like often like embroidered, you would use it for curtains, like on, on a bed. Like, can you imagine if, you know, so like, um, uncle Scrooge's bed in the mm -hmm. Muppet Christmas is, mm -hmm. has a damask curtain around it. So it's like a fancy fabric. Ooh, but like, like a little prince or princess, but kind of that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, right, okay. Do you oh, know are... what a katana is? A knife or a type of knife? Yeah, it, well, it's a, it's okay. a sword. It's a Japanese sword. Yeah, yeah. Sword. Yeah, like, yep. mm, ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that was um, forty-seven percent of female response to these to this thing. That and then um, yakuza. Do you know the the yakuza? Yakuza. Yakuza. Y a k u z a. Japanese mafia. Oh, huh. Okay. Then now that I've said that out loud, mm -hmm. yeah, it does sound familiar. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you know strafe? S T R A F E. Is this something to do with baking? Nope. That's you, <laughs> you got a plane and you're flying in and you uh are shooting up the thing you know you fly in a shoot. so okay so let's so let's we'll just back up and we can I, we're gonna give some like broad themes here right so, yeah so the so the so the so the guy words tend to really be like measuring stuff a lot of the time right it's like is it a weapon is it gonna measure something 
Is it a code of honor? Is it a part on an airplane? I mean, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And on the other side, it, um, there's a whole lot of fabric over there. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We so, take a look from a cultural perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so taffeta, sateen, uh, verbena, coal, coal, K O H L. I think it's a fabric. I don't Let's Google it. Cause what about the, verbena? I feel like that's ver, a, verbena. Yeah. That, I don't know. Like we'll, that's a, we'll find that's out. A, that's a, that's a plant. Verbena is a plant. I think. Oh, uh, flower, like a verbena flower. Coal is like some dark stuff you put on your eyes. <clears throat> you know, it's like eyeliner. Oh, coals. But not the store, like the. I know. It's... I know. Gosh, yikes. And then <laughs> what was the other thing? What was the other thing? Verbena. Ver I swear that's. This has got to be so painful for everyone to listen to. I know. Oh, it's a, it's a flower. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Maybe I don't even know what it looks like. Oh, I think they're in base gnome. No, yeah. Little, yeah, they look like kind of purplish. Nice. So anyways, wow. that was fun. So there, yeah, if you want to look that yeah, up, it's, I'm, um, I'm it feeling emasculated. I don't know enough <laughs> about me measuring in war. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, that right, like, you're, uh, I'm, I mean, I suppose if he, right, if, there's, yeah, I don't know. This is like, if you're way over on the, like, if you're doing like feminine stuff, like way over on the feminine side. Feminine sewing, so, I mean, I don't know, sewing things, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, Traditionally so, perceived. Yeah. Because my guess is, right. So, so let's say that you're this like had a, let's say you're a person that has a ton of fun doing like drag. My guess is you might know a lot of those fabric words, right? I mean, I don't True. know. But, yeah, drag or even just fashion in general, like uh -huh. thinking about like encompassing wise, I think that, yeah, I guess if it's something that you're creating or the particular industry, but yeah, we have seen, I guess, or maybe like in a generation of mine and below where there is less of a stereotype associated relating to gender in the industry that you work in, participate in the interest that like you're generally, yeah, participating in. I'd be curious to see, like, of the demographic breakdown of those answers, like, was it the old, like, do we see any sort of fluctuation or difference between, like, millennial, Gen Z? Right. Gen mm -hmm. Like, is there any, because I'm also, I It feels know. like the study ran older because. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I'm know. I mean, maybe it could just, it might just be that older words end up having a higher chance of being Alone. a big difference because uh, maybe, you know, if like younger generations are probably a little more egalitarian, you know, like. Yeah, or in general, you just haven't been exposed or haven't been required, but also like looking at things of like making versus just consuming nowadays, right? Like not many of us are out here hemming and creating our own stuff or. I'm going to have a problem or probably with my radiator. I'll probably just call the plumber. Right, <laughs> right. I'm not going to replace my own thermal. Thermistor. Yeah, we're more, right. We're more right. specialized. That's totally true. We are more specialized than we used to be. So much and more specialization. And, yeah. Might show up. And then again, I don't, right. I'm not a World War II plane enthusiast. Strafe is a term of art in like first person shooter video games. And so no. I know from that, I don't, I mean, I guess, I think I might've picked it up cause I did play some fighter plane simulators as a kid, but 
Yeah. Well, I hope there's words that I know that you don't. <laughs> well, you, yeah, well, there was the flower. Oh, yeah. That yeah. One. Verbena. I got the flower. Right. <laughs> yeah. But I got, I got the messy bun wrong. So speaking of words that are, you know, culturally relevant, like slipping over to language and culture. Okay. There okay. Was, there, so this is like, um, so you know, uh, so if you want to like stir the pot and cause a bunch of trouble and be famous, it's, you know, or, or you know, there's like a lot of incentive in our modern media consuming society to like be very tribalistic, right? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. like, you know, hot takes, like yeah. right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. So, so there's this, uh, so there's a fellow and it, it, uh, so it's a, you know, guy follow on Twitter has, I guess, 18,000 followers. It's like very, very small, but, um, but yeah, so he did like, you know, did this thing where he was like dividing the world into these two silly camps and, and kept like talking about it. Um, and it's like got picked up and now, you know, there's like, you know, uh, I'm trying to remember. So, um, yeah, there's some pretty big people that have referenced it. And mm-hmm. so it's sort of like this little mind virus that then leaked and is now, you know, maybe so who I, okay. And so the concept is, yeah. What's the know, scope here? The, what's the, going the, on? Right. We, the, it's shape rotator versus word cell. That's the language. And the idea is, you know, maybe some of us can take a whole bunch of cubes and rotate it in our mind. And that's what we're good at. And other people can't do that, but they can, you know, craft beautiful sentences. And so it's sort of like a heart sciences versus humanities thing, but not quite that. Wow. We are on the topic today, John. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's create a little bit more divide. How do I put this into practice? I want to find out what I am. <laughs> Can I twist uh, shapes or do I make good words? I don't know. It's like, if you know, you know, I guess I'm not, I mean, the whole point is you can't quite pin it down exactly. And they're, you know, so, you know, I guess people have tried to make sense of really what it is, but that it kind of takes away the fun and, um, but yeah. How I do think, I know if I can twist a shape in my brain? Uh, you could just, uh, you can take little quizzes online. Just imagine like you saw eight cl- cubes glued together and kind of like a snake. And someone showed you like six different snakes. Could you identify which ones were the same one and which ones were bent differently? That's sort of the metaphor. Oh, okay. 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 Now I'm understanding. So spatial reasoning versus, you know, versus verbal reasoning. And, um, you know, and then there's like, you know, it's it's just like something because then of course you can, you know, I mean, I read, I think it's kind of like bigger picture. These are both good things and valuable, like crafting yeah. meaningful, but I think there's like the, you know, but in, if you're trying to pick fights on Twitter, it's like, oh, well, you're, you know, those, the word cells are over there spinning, you know, crafting senses while us shape rotators are getting stuff done and then, or whatever, you know, and, um, uh, so maybe this isn't like making a lot of sense at this point, but it was, uh, you know, it is, I mean. Yeah. So there's kind of a. Oh yeah. Word, word cells isn't W O R D space C it's W O R D C out. Yeah. It's like in word cells. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I'm entitled, right. I'm entitled to, you know, tons of status because I'm super good at writing beautiful things 
but society isn't arranged to grant status to people who write beautiful things and therefore I'm poor and struggling and, uh, cr you know, cranky about it. And this yeah. is, but this is like a, right. It's a caricature. It's like a silly character, but you know, whatever these things, but then leaks and people use it. So, you know, in the next six to eight weeks, if you see this cropping up all over, it's just some random person who's who decided to divide us all based on our cognitive abilities and for funsies like this was not some kind of agenda he was trying to be silly and, oh no and it accidentally got out and but who knows, yeah. maybe it'll disappear and we'll never have to worry about it again yesterday at work got accused of word silly my <laughs> stand oh gosh yeah it's a, just oh, i think yeah, okay so that's probably the guy who coined it it, it did does oh, it, no. is it is it a picture of a tweet it's no, it's like a creepy, dark, sad face. Oh, okay. You don't need more of those. No. Any flashbacks to that cat drawing again. <laughs> <laughs> I found uh, a better one and I made, uh, yeah, we, I had like Neo Tokyo oil on canvas. And my favorite, I think, was anime Pokemon in marble. That was a good one. Ooh, that's good. So, so I enjoyed that. Hmm. Well, John, but do you have anything yeah. else? I guess maybe there's a bigger sort of picture here. I mean, this is, I feel like maybe a thing we bring up a lot, but the, because we're all so socially integrated now and things can spread so fast, mm -hmm. like the you know, cultural change is accelerating very quickly. And so, you know, I think this, you know, this is just an example of like, okay, oh, look, it's almost like a mileage marker whizzing by like, oh, look, someone can coin something and in three weeks it's everywhere. And yeah, like you, you said, idea viruses. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. So, well, I'm going to find a quiz and I'm going to figure out once and for all, which one I am. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I hope you have a wonderful time staring Thanks, at your hole in the ice and yep. hope uh, and hopefully seeing something. Fingers crossed. But Fingers you'll crossed. definitely see friends. I will it's definitely see friends. It's I will. not about the destination. It's the friends you made alone. I didn't say that right, but yeah, yeah there it is. It's a, it's about the journey and it's about <laughs> the venison hot dogs. And it's about the, um, putting on my favorite pair of car hearts and standing in the ice and chilling. Yeah, I'm all for it. And John, you know, I wish you the same. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Peace, love and harmony all around, you know, and I'm off Thanks. to figure out what kind of wordle, word seller, shape flipper I am. So. <laughs> Well, if I'm lucky, I get to play Babylon 5 collectible card game with friends. That uh, would, that's... It's kind of like salmon spear fishing, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Very good. Well, you take care, John. Sounds Thanks good. for a great catch up. Yep. <laughs> Bye.